everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is Talk Like a Lady, a podcast where we find out all about our favorite ladies. I'm Carly Morton. <laughs> and I'm Jessica Fontana. <laughs> and today our guest is our lovely friend, Katie McGee. You did not say that with a straight face. <laughs> I'm pretty and sure no we have not. Um, we have not started this at all with a straight face. No, we never. But we always do shots first so that we can, you know, do better in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, we real professional. Oh, super professional, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you booked me. Right. Hey now. Hey girl. Um so what are we drinking? We are drinking gin. This is yeah. Builder's Gin. Yes. Jessica ah. is wearing a t-shirt even. Restless Spirits. To the sign on the liquor store by my house. It has a refreshing blend of lavender and orange peel. It does. Mm-hmm. It's mm. it's super delicious. It and I'm not even I'm not a huge lavender fan and it's my favorite gin in the whole wide world. It is the gin of the Boston Red Sox. What? Yeah. What? Yes. Huh. But I'm not lying. in Kansas City. I know. Listen, I'm not a Red Sox fan. <clears throat> My friend Jenna is, though. Hi, Jenna. But, um, yeah, I... Can that it, was just kind of strange and weird and pretty cool that... Can, can it be the, the gin of our podcast or what? <gasps> yes. We should totally have an official gin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you want to sponsor us, yes. Restless Spirits? Here I am. It's so Pay good. attention to me. It's really Right. There's it a is. canned wine company from South Africa that follows me on Instagram. Oh, girl. And I'm just like gagging for them to offer me a sponsorship, but it does <laughs> not seem forthcoming. Also, they don't seem to distribute anywhere but like Johannesburg. Oh. Um, well, that's boring. So have you, Why are they following me? It's tease. <laughs> so you've never had it? <laughs> no, I've never had it. Oh, no, she, I feel like you need to figure out a way to get it. But listen, if anyone's got an in to <laughs> at... Ben Ren Wine. I'm real interested. Huh. Right. Yeah. If anyone has an in and would like to sponsor our podcast with a, a liquor of some sort. Any kind. Any. We don't even care. Just <laughs> con- not maybe not McCormick vodka, just because like those several times when it made me vomit when I was we young. You could do like the reverse Aldi thing too and like pour it into a brand name bottle. Trick Ooh. your guests. What do you think you're drinking, man? <laughs> you done been tricked. Listen, <laughs> it's not hard. We got you. I drink boxed wine. I've got no palate. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can't. I, you can't taste the oaky notes in your wine. Does this one taste like chocolate? No, it tastes like wine. <laughs> My Who sister do you think used I am? to work at a. It doesn't matter where she worked, but <laughs> she was like, you're supposed to remember all these tasting things on the wines, but like, all you do is just, if they say a white wine, you just think of a light fruit. And if they say a red one, you think of a dark, dark one fruit, yeah. and no one will ever call you out. That's oh. genius. Well, let's do and that. And also true. Let's well, do yeah, it. we did a uh, tasting, uh, like my sister-in-law and some friends and everything. And that's kind of true because it, they're like... If you taste it, it's there. It's all, you know, like I was saying stuff and she was like, mm, yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, I taste cherries. <gasps> yes. Have I'm like, ever all right. up what uh, like scotch tastings are like though? Uh, no. But I want. It's amazing because I, people are like, there's like an 
underpinning of gasoline and a Ew. high note of band-aid. Like, the weirdest <laughs> shit. It's so funny. Band-aid. You're right. Mm, band-aids. So mm. you think of scotch as, like, so stuffy, but these people don't fucking care. <laughs> band-aid and gas. Let's, do you guys want to do that They're kind of all made of petroleum. Though, so <laughs> right. Yeah, I just decided to RSVP yes to Yes. <laughs> gonna taste this. Tell me what you taste. <laughs> Oh, God. <sighs> yes. Okay, now that we've talked uh, about Band-Aids and gasoline flavors. <laughs> let's talk about your badass. Yeah. Who's your featured badass? My featured badass is Dorothy Parker, who also had a real fun list for gin. Is anyone huh. familiar with Dorothy Parker? No, I want you to tell me all I about imagine her. you actually are, and you just don't know it, because she came up with some of the best quotes of all time. Have you ever said, what fresh hell is this? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> like, all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. She came off with that one because her doorbell rang. Like, that was literally <laughs> what... <laughs> okay. So what you're telling me is she was my kind of people. Oh. Yes. Very much. Okay. Very much. I right. might yell that when people <laughs> ring my doorbell now. I right. Your now. ring goes off. Yeah. And I'm like, what fresh hell is this? And then I stomp to the door and I open it without checking the stupid app. <laughs> because otherwise, you'd know what fresh hell it was, and that right. would really kind of ruin the experience for you. <laughs> right. So Dorothy Parker was born Dorothy Rothschild. I brought notes, you guys. Oh. Because I want to not fuck this up. Um, And she was born in 1893, and she died in 1967, and she was the fucking coolest ever. Like, she was so funny and so mean. She was, like, the original unlikable heroine, which is something I have real fondness for. Where was she born? Um... Outside of New York City, I think. Okay. Oh, she was a New Yorker. She was a New Yorker. And mm-hmm. she was born Dorothy Rothschild, but not those, those Rothschilds. Rothschild. <laughs> which was like, how often a do you think she heard that? Oh, every day. Uh. So, and here's another thing I love about her. She left school at age 14, and she was at the super prestigious boarding school, like on the fast track to go to like. Vassar or some shit. And she was like, <laughs> I'm 14 and I'd rather get drunk and smoke cigarettes. Like, this is dumb. And so she just left and she still goes on to become like this incredibly prolific, award winning poet and writer and screenwriter. And like, yeah. Really? I, fuck it, ladies. You don't have to graduate. Just <laughs> fuck all the way off. Anything. With fuck your bullshit. <laughs> Goodbye. So when she got married, she immediately changed her name, which might have been the best thing that happened in that marriage. So she became Dorothy Parker. I like it. It sounds like a um, a jazz a jazz time name, and it really was because her heyday was truly in the twenties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what I think is weird is it it I feel like Dorothy Parker could be like party girl. Or girl next door. I think she was a little of both. Yeah. Well, like she it. looked like the girl next door, but she would drink you under the table. Damn. Another quote that I'm positive you guys are familiar with, because it's on fucking magnets on like everyone's refrigerator. Right. 
I like to have a martini, two at the very most, three I'm under the table, after four I'm under my host. We've all heard that one, right? Oh, my God. Have we not? Oh, my God. I have not, but that is amazing. (laughs) It's a good one, right? Oh, my God. That is so ahead of her time. She was ahead of her time in so many ways. She Do got you guys want to go get that tattoo right now? Or <laughs> yes, actually. Can we order that in? Is there yeah. like an Uber tattoo option? I'm going to try to that find one. That should be You that keep talking. Nobody listen to that. It's going to be, we're hey, going to do this. you know what? It, that sounds unsanitary. Uh, mm, no. Mm, There's a lot of pet work. fur in here. I literally told you earlier I got two underage tattoos. They were in basements way shadier than this one. <laughs> <laughs> they were in unfinished basements. Okay, okay. guys. I'm clearly not very susceptible to hepatitis. So. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I can't even get it. Watch. 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 <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> no, I like that quote. What else does that That's crazy bitch say? How did you, so, how did you how, find you out know? about her? Can I call her Dot? You can. I think she went by Dottie for a lot of Dottie time. Parker. Like that. Yeah. Oh, that is so cute. That's real cute. Yeah. And she was also like four foot ten, I think. Oh, so, like, it would have really worked. Just a little. So, a little how, did you, how did you hear about Dorothy? I think... It was from a History Chicks podcast. Oh, nice. If you guys are not familiar, they're local. What? Yeah, they're amazing. I want to know about other local podcasts. If you ask me, we're the only podcast around. (laughs) (laughs) You're the coolest. Thank you. I didn't mean it, Beckett and Susan. I love you. (laughs) We're equally cool. But very different. They would never... Talk about a stomach abortion. But- <laughs> <laughs> edit that. Edit, edit. <laughs> They're fantastic. It's just two I women from you. Kansas City who have a real passion for history, and they do exhaustive research into oh. exclusively historical women, but they make it super fun. It's, is it historical really women like everywhere or just mm-hmm. are- That is so cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, like Sign the Cleopatra up. episode, yes. I think, was the first one Ooh. I listened to. And, and what's it called again? History Chicks. I'm making noted right now. Yes. Noted. Bookmark that. I well. They called Cleopatra Mark Antony's hoe. And I was like, <laughs> okay, you guys are That's people. too far. They're very funny. So oh we love them. So I'm pretty sure that was the first time I'd heard about Dorothy Parker. But then... I realized I did know so many of her quotes. Right. Out there in the ether. That's, I like her. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone liked her right up until they had a run-in with her, I think, pretty much. She was "Mm, like, that bitch. One of those people that really proves that like good comedy comes from pain. And, uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone's like, we're gonna do this quietly off mic, and I'm like, oh, drink refills. Oh, <laughs> I'll need one of those soon. Super Thanks. Exciting. Yeah, I'm not uh, not moving fast enough. When we have talking. two producers in the house, one is turns out to be a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different sort of production. Yeah, we. I mean, we do it at what we can for our guest and ourselves. <laughs> 
correct. <laughs> Mostly ourselves Happy because our guests didn't Day. need anything. Yes, hey, today, the day that we are recording is <clears throat> Valentine's Day. Yes. Can you feel the, the love, love tonight? You just want me to sing, don't you? I am no Elton. I'm not doing it. Uh, <laughs> oh, we get to see him soon. What? Oh, we do? do. What? Oh, I can't. He's wait. coming back to Sprint Center. No, yeah. no one told me. Why didn't anyone tell me? I don't know. I didn't know you then. Well, don't let that mistake happen again. <laughs> right. Well, it's Ooh. never going to happen again. Okay. Yeah, we're we're BFFs now. Mm-hmm. We are. Right. We're going to go to all the concerts. Yeah. Um, who or what, sorry, is the charity slash organization tonight? Uh, it is called Heifer International. You can find it online at heifer.org. And their whole thing is they give farm animals to people mostly overseas who need them. And it oh, can be really hence life-changing. Hence the international. Hence the international. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, like, for example, if you're a super poor family in, I want to say China, but then we're going to have to talk about the coronavirus. So, let's say Thailand. Okay. <laughs> yep. And you're, you're fresh out of ping pong ball. Oh, God. Damn oh, Jesus. It. <laughs> and you have no other way. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, God. I can't. So you guys, why do you let me talk about this shit? <laughs> Anyways, you could receive a, like a water buffalo and then from the proceeds that you get from like selling the milk and renting it out to plow other people's fields and stuff, then you have money that you can like send your kids to school and blah, blah, blah. And they do a really good job of like it, all the gifts come with education and a promise to pass it on. So you usually get pregnant animals. And then when the offspring comes, you give it to your neighbor and they do a lot of like, um, shit. That's the word I'm thinking of. Um, no, I, yeah, it's going to come to me as soon as we turn the mics off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyways, they do shit like that. So if you're in like kind of war torn areas, you're supposed to pass the gift on to someone. She already said no, No. but it's, I'm drinking. (laughs) Oh yeah. I don't have words. Thanks. Well, anyway, that's cool, though. It's like, yeah, and it's really like female positive. They really emphasize a lot, like send your girls to school, not just your boys. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's cool. And if we find out you're not (laughs) taking this fucking water buffalo, giving it to your neighbor and you have to babysit it. Yeah, don't your neighbor who murdered your kid. (laughs) <laughs> Heifer International is like she does not speak for us. She <laughs> right, <don't>. No, 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 <laughs> nope. I don't There's know all her. Kinds of stuff from like beehives on up. So oh. like at Christmas, oh, so we it's always not pick just... out an animal gift as a family to send to another family. It's oh, that's really cool. that's really cool yeah. though. And it's fun because it's like a little catalog. Like you can give it to your kids and be like, "Here, you want a gift? They're totally gonna kill it and eat it. <laughs> they <laughs> so might. All kids want to see." They might. They might. They might just let it plow fields. They might. Or eat honey. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that bees eat honey? No. I I, I literally was just looking at her thinking that. I I think that the people you give it to will eat the honey from the bees. That's true. Yes. That tracks better. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Not... 
really a complete moron, just a half of one. Thank you no, very I'm, much. I don't think you're a moron. Well. I think we're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think bees eat their own honey? <laughs> like a human centipede or what? Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, really... This episode has taken a turn so quickly on (laughs) multiple occasions. Jen got me, I guess. (laughs) Man. I mean, did you think there was going to be a feeling coming up? You were like, hard left. (laughs) (laughs) Don't talk about bees. It really triggers me. I'm not going to talk about feelings. That is not my jam. I'm with you. (laughs) Right. I don't want to talk about feelings. I'm going to be like Oprah of this podcast. (laughs) I'll be Gail. <laughs> and I'm gonna make you feel some feelings. Means. No, not Fuck really. You. I don't <laughs> but I want to know where you grew up. I grew up in Lansing, Kansas. Oh shit! Yeah, home of the Lions. Mm-hmm. I, well, I have heard of it. You've never heard of it. Uh, yeah, we played well, yeah, you guys. No, because no. I went to Tonganoxie. So oh fuck, I knew that about you. We well, had yeah. to. We had to play that. We had to play that. Also, we <laughs> we, we competed up in Kansas. You. So. Mm. This one's from Topeka. Oh, Your yeah. teams never played. No, Lansing. but no, no. I grew up in multiple places in Kansas. That's true. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean but it. None of them played Lansing, <laughs> but I know where it is. <laughs> yep. We did. We played Lansing. Yeah. I remember going to track meets there. <laughs> when I was For those crying. that don't know, though, can you kind of? Talk about your hometown. Like describe a bit. that shit. Oh, I don't have much to say about it. We There's a prison like there. 11. There's a prison. That's what most people know about it. So, okay. like, There's sometimes Lansing when I slip, with and I'm like, yeah, big- my dad lives in Lansing. I then have to follow up with, and he's not incarcerated. That's just, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to live on base. It's so. just, it's just a nice way of saying he's in prison. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you say you left Lansing? Yes. At what age? Yes. I think I was like 11, 12. And where did you go? To Oveland Park, Kansas, which was uh, not far away geographically. No. Kind of a different world (laughs) emotionally. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah. Like, left my hometown, (laughs) renounced all of those ways, started... (laughs) Hailing the Dark Lord, like you know, as you do, as you do in Overland Park, Kansas. Be like, what did you do in Overland Park? Be like, well, I practice Satanism, and just like everyone else. What made you guys move to? My parents got divorced, and my mom already worked in Westport, so she felt like that commute. So you ended up living with your mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you like that? Um. Yeah. 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 Well, because. She kind of had her own thing going, so I was like, I get to do whatever I want. Okay. Right. I got to do mostly whatever I want. My mom was super weird about stuff. Like, I wasn't allowed to stay out past 10 on Monday nights so that I could watch the main event for wrestling. <laughs> but every time that I wanted to just go out and drive around and get high, she would never ask me where I was going. And if she did, I would just say the stupidest shit ever, and she'd be like, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> She's like, oh, Katie, look. Oh, I shouldn't say my sister's name on the air necessarily. On the air. On the this air. It's being broadcast. It's yeah. being broadcast live. <laughs> She'd be like, Katie and Katie's sister, where are you guys off to? And we're like, we're off to see the wizard. We're for the wizard of us. Like, and then like, the I mean, it run out kids. the door. Because we pre-rolled joints and we were going to go cruise around the back roads and smoke them. And mom's just like, okay. 
Oh, have fun. Chat on SNL. Okay. <laughs> but you can't watch that wrestling, so. <laughs> like, okay, but we're just going to go drive around, get high. Bye. Uh, bye. How close in age are you and your sister? Two years. Are you older or younger? I am. I am the oldest. Okay. There's the test run. And you earlier you <laughs> they, said you have a brother, right? They, they call that a failure real fast. Yes, my brother is four years younger than me. You seem delightful. Don't Thank call yourself you. a failure. Oh, no, not literally, but just in terms of like, you think you're doing all the best things for your kid. And your oh, no, the oldest like, is absolutely ah, the, the guinea pig. Yeah, and they're like, oh, gonna maybe go we don't drive around, get maybe hot. Maybe work that hard because maybe they're just going to do what they want anyways. <laughs> no, I think, yeah. here's what I think it is. No parent on earth knows what the fuck they're doing with their first kid. It's all... It is all an experiment. Mm-hmm. You have one sister and one brother. Do you have, have any one more sister, siblings? One sister, one brother, and then I have two stepbrothers and a stepsister. And then there's just sort of the assorted hangers on that I've known for so much of my life that we just okay. call each other sisters. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Time for dinner. Did you have did you have plans? <laughs> no, those are my those are my reminders on my phone to be positive about myself. Oh, yeah. that's real nice. Did that one say not to say anything about bathroom stars? No, I believe <laughs> no, that, that one that says. That one said, your nipples are like beautiful butterflies. <laughs> oh How did you know? How did you, did you see it? We have apps now. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You saw we mind meld. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Intuitively feel it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like here's those. my question. Okay. With... The siblings, mm-hmm. do you feel like you took on a, 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 a role, like that classic like older sibling role? Or? Oh, I think I tried that for a little while. Like I was a real know-it-all like in elementary mm-hmm. school and then real fast was like, no. No, no that's it's not It's way me. more fun to share all the weird shit that I know. And my sister's like, yeah. oh, I know some weird shit too. Let's collaborate. So, <laughs> yeah, no, that's Okay. Do you all live in this area still? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yes. Yes, it is. My sister just moved up the street from me. I'm very excited about oh. that. Oh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We're going to be able to take uh, the bus back and forth on Troost, which we're super excited about because my mom used to have, <laughs> before she retired, it was like a regular feature of her work meetings. The one guy who took the bus on Troost would have like the Troost Chronicles. Oh, she was like the weirdest shit happens on that specific bus route, and I was like, "Well, guess what? we'd consider driving back and forth." But I think this sounds like more fun. I think okay. we're gonna take the bus. I, I mean, it's it. free now, right? It's free now. It is free. Thank Kansas you, City. Quentin Lucas. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yep. Mm. <laughs> Hello, Quentin Lucas, Mister Mayor. Mister yeah. Mayor. So, um. Well, growing up with your mom and your sister, uh, did you have any women influencers? Like, who influenced you while you were growing up? Oh, God. Um, some, no. some, like, no one in person. Really? Really? No. TV? WWE? No, I grew up without a TV. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't watch that yeah. devil show. You know what? It wasn't even like that. It was my mom had gotten her master's in psychology, and one of her like 
premises that she never got to write a paper about was that like <laughs> kids didn't need TV and it was contributing to the, I don't even know. Well, she didn't have like any ideas about the moral decline or whatever, but she was just like, I think they will be more well-rounded individuals. They don't have television. So I'll just try this experiment out in real time. So yeah. <laughs> How did that work She's out? like writing it. <laughs> she hand wrote it into a journal <laughs> in fucking cursive. <laughs> <laughs> and of course you couldn't read it. Because nobody taught you cursive. You know what, though? We do. Without the TV, I was able to learn such archaic forms of communication (laughs) as cursive. (laughs) No, it went really fucking well. I mean, I would like, I think I, well, I don't know. I used to think that maybe I was like more sucked into other people's TVs when I was at their houses. But now I think that like all kids are just like that. They see a screen, they're like. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So. Yeah, no, it worked. And I became a massive reader. And I mean, which maybe it would have happened anyways, but. Yeah, I I did both and I'm total bookworm. I don't feel like I missed out on anything. Mostly because all my friends did have TVs. Right. So I, like, I missed out on a lot of movies and stuff, but like, still familiar with every single skit from Kids in the Hall. (laughs) (laughs) All the good shit. She knows about all the good stuff. Yeah. So when you say not in person, were there women influencers like um, Dorothy in Parker yeah. like was it all oh, we are so glad history, I didn't hear or... about Dorothy Parker until my 20s <laughs> but <laughs> I did not need to add gin to my high school experience <laughs> right well okay yeah no <laughs> no I don't know apple puckers was my high school experience and PBR Oh, Oof. God. The PBR mm-hmm. with the I, nail stuck through the bottom. <laughs> right? How punk were you? <laughs> the most. The most. <laughs> yes. Well, so how are you with women now? Like, do you have a lot of relationships with women now? Do you have, like, Yeah, a lot I think I'm friends? better with women now than I was back then. I think I had a lot of, like... Girls are so dumb. I'd rather hang out with the boys. I'm going to hang out with guys, and we're going to do really, keg stands. But really, it was stands. probably, well, I mean, yeah. I was going to do that anyway. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, I was going to do that regardless. <laughs> Girls didn't want to, okay? So maybe yeah. we're dumb. But, yeah, no, I think I, I think I grew into having better relationships with females. And it was probably not actually any problem with females back then. It's just that I was like, I'm only interested in, like, punk rock and... Get right. high, and there was a limited amount of females in my particular like right. neighborhood who were interested in also doing that. Right. So then it was like, like what do you mean yeah. you don't want to go drive around and get high? Me I and don't... two people and eighteen guys are like, right. that sounds fun. Let's right. do that. Oh, okay. So I'm like, <laughs> well, girls are dumb, but no. But I just Let's had listen interests. to some very loud music <laughs> and drink some PBR. Stop. You know around. what I? <laughs> you know what I think it is. Because we've had multiple women in here saying that, where I'm sure. growing up, they were like, eh, girls are stupid. What I think it is, is like, I understand boy humor, mm-hmm. mm, and yeah. it also makes me giggle. Yes. And not... <laughs> have right. you Harley, heard you me at all? Epitome of 12-year-old boy humor. Yes. Uh, it's 16-year-old boy humor. She's Thank a you. little more mature I'm, now. You're elevated? <laughs> No, I I think no. <laughs> I think there were times in my life where there were girls that didn't enjoy that 
And so I kind of gravitated to boys. And I mean, I had my best friends my whole life have been girls, but mm-hmm. I just kind of, I felt like I got along with I boys. Like I just had a moment there where I was staring at you and I was like, oh man, also, I was never super confident. Well, I mean, I looked really confident because like I right. shaved my head and wore black lipstick, but I wasn't on the inside terribly confident. Maybe there was something about like if I was friends with boys, I didn't have to worry about if boys liked me, you know? But also, I just assume they all liked me. <laughs> that was never there, an though. assumption With your of mine. Fucking no. Curly hair and your little dimples. Everyone likes you. I could you. see you have dimple hair. You're yeah. both precious. Yeah. No, but maybe. But no one saw them because I never smiled through all of high school You're ever. The dimples were a surprise to everyone when You're I like, turned surprise, 18. Bitch. And I was like, thanks, Dover. <laughs> but you have such a good smile. You didn't share it with the world? Oh, my God, no. no. fuck I those guys. I was the angstiest fucking teenager of all time. Oh, my God. I hated everyone and everything. I still hate everyone. That's well, fair. because they're stupid. In this world. No, but do you ever, do you think maybe it's also because, like, I'm the same way. I didn't, confidence, not mm-hmm. a thing. Maybe we didn't feel confident to be around girls. Right. I think there was also a lot more like real gendering That's, when we were younger yeah. than there is now because I'm not sure that like kids today kids, kids today kids you know today. those all those my, fucking my teenagers perspective on it. I don't know that kids today <laughs> have the same sorts of crises that we were having. Yep. I think we might have been their own. The, the last gasps of that like Pink and blue, and this is how it has to be. Right. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Fuck that. Like, seriously. Yeah. For real. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so, now, we know you. We, okay. So, I met you because I followed you on the Facebook trademark and um carly's a stalker yeah i stalk people <laughs> okay no this is an actual conversation i had with my sister before the winona concert <laughs> she was like, she's so like how, how do you, do you know, know carly this and i'm like i don't and she's like well how are you friends and i was like i don't know, I don't know. maybe she's read my books maybe she just likes my comedy i do spend most of my time on facebook trolling people yep also we're both big fans of an author that i'm not allowed to talk about because I don't want to cause any more problems in my work marriage. We don't we don't talk about my mistress. <laughs> your mistress? I don't know why you didn't wear your mistress shirt. Oh, but then we would have talked about yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But, but. so you are an author. Yes. You write romance books. Yes. And we've read your books. I'm sorry. <laughs> why? I'm joking. I'm joking. And we That's love my them. reflex every time I think right. about my mom Same. reading Post Malone. Oh. But you guys are you super mean Dallas welcome Mail. to read my dick joke books. They're funny. Yes, they're so funny. <laughs> they're so funny. Thank you. And so that's how I started stalking you. Um, and then I just stalked you so much that you wanted to be my friend. And well, it was <laughs> no, so easy. Kidding. That's you weird because that's how it happened hole. with me too. With you, uh. right? You wanted to stalk me, and that's how I get all of my <laughs> friends. It's really effective, you guys. That's how I got Jana too. No way. Mm-hmm. She was really obsessed with Sierra Simone and the American Queen series. Oh, or- excuse Camelot me. Series. 
You Sierra, too? Sierra is coming on this this I here podcast heard. as well. She told me about it, and oh, then we so had the excited. conversation too. She was like, "How do you know Carly?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> that bitch do. stalks me. I just do. I just do. She's around. She's around. This is the common thing <laughs> lately. Everyone's when, like, "How do you know her?" And I don't know. And, and then me. I say, "Carly stalks people." It's me stalking everyone. Let's be friends in real life. I say, We're and everyone's nice. like. No, but I mean, so far it's worked out. It's so. worked because I haven't like yeah. killed you have anyone. Great angles too. Like if you hadn't commented on my last Winona Judd post, right. I love Winona Judd. I wouldn't have been like, I have a free ticket. I better and call then, Carly, who I don't know. Right. <laughs> I'm going to call this chick. I don't know. And we're going to go to a concert. And then we're going to dance in the aisles. And we're going to rush the stage. I'm currently singing the Judds in my head right Which now. Song? Crazy. There it is. Mm-hmm. I was. Uh, <laughs> I practiced my growl a lot oh, in the mirror. That was a good one. Yeah. And we that we, growl just comes out. We went. Occasionally. We drank. Mm. We drank a bunch. We drank maybe more than we needed to, considering the show that we were at. Yes. When I saw her at Santa Caligon days, which if you guys are not familiar, <laughs> is that the oh, Independence thing? Missouri yes. is sort of the methamphetamine capital of the world. It so is. They're, yes. Their city. Fair county fair, whatever is like real. It's exactly what you would expect. The best people watching you will ever find in your Amazing. whole entire life. I've never people been. watching. Oh, and a perfect Winona crowd. I right. mean, that's really that's where right. she shines. Mm-hmm. We see her at like a very <laughs> subdued theater. Yep, where people are seated in their seats and they're they mostly sat over in their 50. seats. And we that spent the first two opening back like acts in the bar, <laughs> drinking, just, yeah, just drinking, downing, just pounding as much as we could. The finest of boxed wines, right? Yes. And then, <laughs> and then when Winona came on, we were like, "Yes!" And everyone else was like, "Ooh!" They were like, mm. "Oh, oh I do love this clap. song." <laughs> and we were, we're like, like dancing in the aisle, <laughs> and then. We rushed the stage, mm-hmm. the two of us, and we looked into Winona Judd's eyes, and she sang to us, and was just like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" Is <laughs> that what she sang? She what she was conveyed it. Wrong with you? She conveyed it with her eyes. Oh, she was just like, "Fucked up, <laughs> yeah, oh no, girls, you're super drunk." <laughs> But you're wearing my face on your shirt. Yep. <laughs> that wasn't even a Judd tune, but I kept going with it. it but that was it. my best shirt ever. Oh, it really man. was. Yeah. It really was. We had applied a lot of glitter in the bar as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the glitter that I put on when I got there. You guys had a hell of a Hashtag night. never forget. <laughs> Hashtag never forget glitter. Wave a little flag. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. There was yeah. so much glitter. Multiple color options. Multiple application oh, yeah. options. Well, no. You know what? For you, there weren't multiple application options. Because no, I just left the went, glitter hairspray in the car. I went right into the bathroom and patted that glitter all over my face. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say boobs. I don't recall if my boobs were out that day. Sorry. It was pretty cold, so probably Yeah, not. it was really cold. It was it was almost Christmas, hence the the Christmas sweaters from the others. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But how I got to that point, <laughs> I fucking stalked Katie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't know. She likes Winona. I think we we're, were having fun. 
It was good enough for me. I stalked Jana because I knew that Jana was... Well, actually, I didn't even think about it before like the last book in that series was about to release. And I started to notice a common pattern of Jana posting comments on every single thing around the internet, like the entire blog tour. Then she posted a video of herself in actual tears over how much she needed the ending of this book and how much it meant to her. And so I just followed her around, like, cry laugh emojiing every single thing that she did because I thought it was so funny. And then she just started messaging me as though we'd always been friends. Be like, oh, hey. Rolling with it. Well, we friends now. We friends now. And then you just went to Mexico with her? I didn't go to Mexico with her. God damn it. Because... She had a different retreat lined up already, and it was a real sorrow because it was supposed to be a spouse retreat, and I quickly went from stalker to work wife with her. Oh, So then I had to find a different spouse, so J.R. Gray came with me as my work husband. Oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. And you know what else? He is an excellent work husband. He woke me up every morning, like, gentle pats, like... Do you, you look like watch a cat the sunrise? Right because well, that, that's you, how you have to treat me in the morning because I'm not a fucking morning person. Friend, so like, friend would you like to? Little, would you like to watch the sunrise? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a pillow. He's like, okay. Then he'd come back. I'm like, gonna go on the balcony half an hour later with cold brew for me. Oh shit! And then he'd pet oh. me again and be like, sun's coming up. Do you want to drink this coffee and watch it? And I'm like, I guess. <laughs> I'll take that pillow back. So, Can I yeah. please have my pillow back first? <laughs> so he got me up every morning at dawn, and we went and watched the sunrise. And then, and took like, a walk, and then I napped. Took because, a nap? Obviously. Because okay. yes. <sighs> I'm not a monster. I'm not no, a no, monster. A I don't get up a husband for Aww. all of that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So before being an. Yeah. What did you do? All kinds of shit because I never knew what I wanted to do when I grew up. Mm-hmm. So. I still don't. <laughs> Turns out you don't have to pick <laughs> right. anytime soon. That is a nope. lie. They tell you in high school right. to feed you into the college system. No. But listen, it's... Dorothy Parker didn't fall for that and neither should you. So <laughs> You right. You right. Mm-hmm. It's because we don't spend 50 years at one job like they used to do in the 50s and 60s. Where they're like, well, I have to, I work here now. It's what I do. Back when you could make a living wage almost right. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to wear a suit to work. <laughs> okay. Have fun. <laughs> At the grocery store. At the grocery store. <laughs> Let me bag those groceries. Like, sometimes Sir. I have the thought that like, man, we have devolved. I wish men wore suits everywhere. And I look down at myself in my pajama <laughs> pants and I'm like, mm, mm. but I still get to wear this. Like, right? You're like, <laughs> you wear a suit, but I'm going to wear fair. jammies. <laughs> yeah. I'm still going to be wearing that same nine inch nail shirt from age 14. <laughs> right. Do I still have that shirt? It exposes an entire boob at this point. At this point, it has <laughs> fallen apart. <laughs> Tits out That's for the everyone. most comfortable thing. <laughs> it is. T-shirts are only good when they're over 10 years old. Right. So did you go to college? I gave it several attempts. Okay, okay. so after high school, I said I didn't want to go to college because I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And I felt like right? it was going to be a waste of everybody's time and money. Right. And I'm almost like, awesome. But you're still 17. I graduated high school when I was 17. And not because I was super smart. I was super smart, I was, no, but it wasn't because with it. of right. that. I started kindergarten when I was four because I lived okay. in Germany at the time. So, whoa! Hey, How do you not tell us that? Story. Excuse me. 
Oh, let's go no, back. No, you did say that you lived on the base in Lansing. Yes, so that my dad makes right. sense. I so. mean, I lived on the base in Wichita, and I didn't live in Germany. Why? I lived ever fucking where else in the right. world. Well, not really, just the United States. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The look on your face was the best part of that. that was just sorry, real good. sorry, we're not recording this for YouTube. I'm just sorry I'm not taking stills because right. I think they could really punctuate this right. whole thing. But just like Nicely. post all of them on the on the Instagram. One of these, ev- literally every time, we're like, we're gonna we're gonna do video links mm-hmm. in the show notes, and then we never. Do. Oh, we link show notes. Mostly to heifer.org or <laughs> Mostly on your whiteboard. Yep. Check it out. <laughs> the whiteboard, by the way, which says in gigantic letters, drink gin and tonic, which are really words to live by. Really? That's fair. Mm-hmm. It's I have to remind myself what I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you accidentally thought you'd grabbed a... Of water. <laughs> I don't want any of that. Or a Coors <laughs> ice cube. <laughs> Ice cube. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Look, the podcast dog the is here. Podcast dog. I've got, a, I've got you a line. Here, there's a line under, under here. Are you hungry? Are you hungry? Okay. Oh, there it is. Okay. You oh, attempted college. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So there I am, 17. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go like wait tables or yeah. whatever. And my mom is like, oh, well, no, you're not. You're working on some form of higher education. Because I'm still legally responsible for you. But what about beauty school? And I was like, sounds uh, like a plan. Yes. That sounds awesome. So I went to beauty school. I did hair for a few years. It was not my bag. It was really fun for a while. But you I You have great makeup. Real, did you learn that? Thank then? you. I did. Yeah, it's nice. I'm real ADD. And so on. Uh, not much holds my interest for all that long. So that failed. Enough and then to I do went, at least one eye. <laughs> I can do... No, you guys, I got those, uh, the thing with the magnetic <gasps> eyeliner. I want that. It was Does like it, a, it works? came across my Facebook feed and I was like, it can't possibly work. I'm going to order it just to prove that it doesn't. It works so fucking good. It's I amazing. I'll send you a link to the site that I Uh Yeah, because from. I'm going to ask my husband to buy it for maybe You know Valentine's what, though? Day. I was at the drugstore the other day and I swear I saw like a knockoff brand there, which Ooh. I haven't not tried yet, but I assume... It probably works just it's as probably well. the same yeah sorry yeah. talking to the podcast dog no she's not she's talking to you so i That's learned true. how to do eyelashes from facebook yeah. <laughs> so you didn't like the beauty school didn't like the beauty school i tried community college at the same time no i liked the beauty school just fine it was just like then when i started working i was like this is it i'm just gonna stand here every day Behind right. this chair and talk right. to the same people. And it just felt like, oh, I don't know if I can do you this. You kind of felt trapped a little bit. Right. Yeah. So then I, st- I started going to uh, JUCO, the local community college. And that there. lasted for about three weeks before I was like, what? I have to go here every day? Like every day. And also, I didn't like school the first time around. And now I have to do more? I don't like that. So I stopped. And then various things happened. And... Then in my like mid twenties, I was like, like that was when online colleges became a thing. Ooh. And I was like, oh, now we're talking. If yeah. I can do it in my living room and not actually go anywhere, that might be more of a good time for me. 
So I started and then I got bored. <laughs> and then I dropped that. And then like a year later, I was like, no, I should really have more stick intuitiveness. Also, these student loans already exist. I might as well have something to show for it. Right. So I finished all the classes I needed to get an English degree, but then I still had another year's worth of stuff left to do. I was like, I guess I could double major, but I just didn't care about anything else. So then, but then like, luckily, right around that time, I got my first book deal. And so I was like, now... I can drop out of college a third time and feel zero guilt or shame about it when I tell my dad this time because I have a real career path ahead of me that is not reliant on a degree. All that time Mm -hmm. you were writing. No. So (laughs) Negative. (laughs) Negative. How the fuck did you get a book deal then? All that time I was reading. And I think that was like my biggest education that I just never thought about as education. I have been such. So a what reader. you're saying Seriously, is, is I have a go. master's right now because I read Ooh. a lot. Potentially a doctorate. How does <laughs> nice doctor book lady? Doctor <laughs> book lady. <laughs> so seriously, that's the technical term. How do you no, get mm-hmm. a book? What? Okay, so. Here's the story of my writing journey. Yes. We call it a journey. It's not a story. It's a journey. It's a journey. Not a story, journey okay? <laughs> We'd never call it a journey. I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> gin. This is the... It's the mm-hmm. gin talking. Mm-hmm. 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 Maybe yeah, yeah, the yeah. whiskey. Well. Ooh. We've yeah. had more gin, though, so it's probably the gin. Yeah, we're out of whiskey now, so it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Right? It's fine. It's fine. Need a new jug of whiskey. It's fine. <laughs> we're just going to hit Costco. It's going to be good. <laughs> It's funny because it's true. I just realized you're wearing a My Favorite Murder shirt, and oh. I love it. Do you? <gasps> it says fuck on it. Every time I've said, edit that, I've had to stop myself Steven? from being like, Steven! <laughs> Christ woman. But that's, I'm using the same tone, if you notice. Yes. This is the Steven Katie. voice. I'm like, edit that! Edit that! <laughs> Steven! Steven! I just need you to know that we are genuinely best friends. I really felt like yes. we were. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, it's book real. deal without writing book? a fucking book. Okay. That's not a thousand percent accurate. It's just a little <laughs> bit accurate. It's like 900%. <laughs> so, did anybody read the book The Night Circus by Erin Morgenstern? Carly did. I did. Yes. I liked that book. I loved that book. It's very and good. I was getting ready to move to Colorado and. Rainy Day Books, our local oh my god, independent yeah. I love that place, and they always bring people they in, and you can like in. and they go get her. your shit signed. Yes, sign my shit. Sign <laughs> Carly's shit. <laughs> I'm in a book. It wasn't shit. I didn't mean. <laughs> can that be the the title of this episode? Sign my shit. <laughs> sign Carly's <Yes>. shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So many options, you guys. So it's a many. multiple choice episode. It's a multiple choice. What would you like it to be called, America? <laughs> oh, God. America. America. Because um, all the Americans yep. are listening. All of them. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, continue. Oh. Where was I? Uh, oh, rainy I lost day. it. Rainy oh, day. Yeah. So Rainy Day had her in, uh-huh. and I went with my mom, and it was really like the night before I was moving out of state, and the author was talking about how she 
started that book as a NaNoWriMo book. If you guys yes. are not familiar with NaNoWriMo, you definitely I know. are. Explain for everybody. Okay. National Novel Writing Month, NaNoWriMo, is a challenge in which you sign up to attempt to write uh, 16,660. No. Oh. That's way. No, that's. <laughs> Listen, I'm not good with numbers you, before the gym. You, uh, Things just got real crazy. And by the end of the month, you have 50,000 words, which is sort of like the lowest of baselines for what would be considered a complete novel. Right. And so she's talking about this, and my mom like elbows me, and she's like, I could do that. And I never thought about writing before in my entire life, but my competitive spirit You're just like, bitch, I could overdrive. do it better. Absolutely. I was like, no, I could do it. I ripped my face off and I became Angelica Houston. (laughs) I was like, this is mine. So I moved the next day and there was like a week until November started. And I was like, I'm going to fucking kill this. And my mom was like, yeah, me too. Because she's really chirpy. She's like, "Mm, okay. She's really chirpy. Challenge and accept it. But she's so chirpy, but you guys like, Underneath, she's got a really goth heart. So she's truly where I got it from. She's like so adorable and smiley. Her dimples were always on display. And does she she, also rip her face off and is Angelica Houston? She doesn't bother. She's just like, (laughs) so what I was thinking I would write is a cancer story where everybody dies. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, mom, I want to write a young adult story about ghosts. And a Ouija board. Because we both like to stay really on brand. So. Right. right. <laughs> She's like, everyone dies. Everyone dies. And you're like, it's everyone's really already dead. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Are you oh. about to tell me that your mom got a book deal too? No. My mom quit like four days in. And I was Take like. Take that, mom. I have to finish <laughs> this. I have to prove that. I, I don't know what I'm proving, but whatever. But it worked I did out fall for you. off for a little while. I ended up having to, like, but it just meant so much to me. I had to fucking finish this book. The last day of it, I had to reset my the time zone on my computer three different times. Wow. <laughs> but technically, there's a slight amount of cheating at the end. Wiggle room. There was some wiggle room at the end. You yes. went to Hawaii time. You're like, and my mm, last thousand words were just typing the end over and over again. Shut the fuck up. But I was like, but I'm not going to copy win. paste it because that would be cheating. I'm going to type Shut up. and end. For the entire oh, I'm oh girl, I'm so ridiculous. That's fairly ridiculous. But I finished. But she finished it. Won the challenge because winning just means finishing. And got a book deal. Well, so then I was feeling just real ass pleased with myself because I was (laughs) like, I wrote a book and only a thousand words are the end over and over. I don't even know. And then my mom, who was like. This is not my jam, but good on ya. Forwards me a thing from the local paper that was like, local writer who completed NaNoWriMo gets giant book deal. This was in the Hunger Games era where they were actively hunting like the next big YA. Mm -hmm. And so this woman had like first six figures sold this trilogy. She'd only written the first book of. It was pretty amazing. Her name is Jennifer Alvin. Oh, I met her. Yes. She moved to romance later, but she started out in young adult. Yeah. It's like traditionally published. 
And the article was like an interview with her and she said like, and you know, if, if you're also a writer, join my Facebook group. And I was like, well, I'm a fucking writer now. I wrote, so I wrote a novel. Bitch, I'm into this group. So uh, I joined it. Do you want to know where I met her? <gasps> I do. At a rainy day book signing. <laughs> Full was circle. It for her book? Yes. Which one? The first one. I was about at the that threads. signing. I flew in from Colorado. Shut. And that was where I met Larlin Page for the very first time. And we realized that she lived in Shut Colorado too. That was like our up. moment of genesis. Shut up. And you were there. I was there. Get and, out of town. And I was there and I was sitting near Tessa Gratton <gasps> and, um, and Natalie C. Parker. And, yes. Ah, I know. Full circle. Edit out my squeals. <laughs> <laughs> They run retreats for romance writers. Shut now. up. Because they're well, from I mean, Lawrence. They live in Lawrence. They do. And that's how I knew them. And that's also how I knew Sierra. Sierra who also who was, had started in Young Adult. But she was writing under name. a different name. And that's how I knew her originally. This is fascinating. And I can't wait to tell her that because she was also like, I don't know how I know Carly. I just know Carly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that bitch just shows up everywhere I am. She's I don't know. What a everywhere. fucking stalker. Turns out she's been everywhere for like <laughs> 10 years. Gotcha. <laughs> you play a long game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have you in my basement right now. So that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so you write, you write this. Thing. Oh, yes, which was objectively pretty terrible, but I was super excited about it. Do you still it. have it somewhere? It is somewhere. <laughs> will you find it and give it to me, and I will give it to nobody else? Absolutely. Read it. Hands down, yes, I will. I will even I leave all 500 DMs in. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and you know what? I will read all of them. No, oh. she won't. She'll just scroll like this. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, okay. And dedicated. Okay, that's, no, that's probably That's a weird that's flex, true. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I kind of went to, you know, yeah. yeah okay. Like true. me being like, I'm all I'm going to do this. <laughs> so you did that. So I did that. And, and you are a writer, though. And I am a writer. Did you so get then the bug then, that, though? Or did, like, I did. I got okay. the bug then. And so okay. then I was like, okay. Actually was not so hard. I it wasn't love that. so bad. Yeah. I can keep going with this. So then my next obvious thing after here's my ADD popping up again. After writing the young adult like paranormal Ouija board book, yes. I'm like, now I'm going to write a historical middle grade about girls who run away from home during the depression <laughs> and survive in the forest. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's exactly where you're going to jump to. seems like a normal transition. (laughs) It felt really normal to me. This was before Adderall, so (laughs) I was making different jumps then. It seems almost Hunger Games (laughs) and, like, mixed with the Depression. Like, it's like... A little bit, except that nothing dystopian about it. I was just like, and then they have to figure out how to fish. (laughs) And but then they, they live in Missouri, so the fish are probably pretty-eyed. And <laughs> <laughs> but they live I in Missouri. I was going on. I, just, I don't know where I was going with it. So I got like, I don't know, maybe like 10,000 words into that book. 
That's a real number this time. Right. And I was like, before you were I like, I don't happening. know about this fishing. I don't know <laughs> about this fishing. Then I thought, what if I just write the ending and then I'll figure out what goes in the middle. But then when I wrote the ending, I was like, no, actually, I don't think there is a middle. I think I just <laughs> That's it. wrote a short story and there's almost no conflict. Like the fucking conflict happens when they discover mice in their sack of flour that they stole. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Oh, my no. flower! Now we have to find a cat. <laughs> uh, okay, so. <laughs> and then I wrote the end ten thousand times. times. <laughs> it was twenty thousand, but <laughs> um, okay. So all of that was going extraordinarily well. Meanwhile, my ego actually thinks it is going extraordinarily well. <laughs> so did you work in the meantime? Did you have like jobs all along? Or at a, yes. A, okay. At this point, I just was like now typing. working as the education director at a nonprofit art gallery. I was grant writing, which oh. is probably why I thought my fiction was so amazing, because grant writing is <laughs> the worst thing of all it time. It is the best fiction you can possibly write. It is. It is. And I was like, actually, this story about mice is so much more realistic than the <laughs> bullshit I'm writing on this thing. Oh, man. No, this is what we do every day. Great, the gallery great, that great, can great, never great, be great, named great. because that was... That's fair. That's fair. Yes. So what was your I next step? I fully believe in their mission, but God those damn. grants were. Okay. Edit that. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> Edit that. Oh, my God. Okay. So... Then, at this point, I had come back to Colorado from Jennifer Alban's book launch. Uh-huh. I knew that Laralyn lived there. Uh-huh. She had, at the hotel room in Kansas City, just begun a book to, like, while away her time while her middle grade book was on submission. And she was like, I think I'm going to write a romance. And it was fixed on you. Which and you were like went on to become like her number one bestseller of all time, and literally number like, one on the NYT. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, and she's just like, doop, doop, doop. I'm gonna try this thing. Now. And you're like, <laughs> mice in the flower. <laughs> <laughs> so we get back to Colorado, and she's like, I think I'm gonna write this romance, or, or I guess maybe she'd even finished it at that point. But meanwhile, in this Facebook group. Someone else had posted a Craigslist ad that they'd... I don't even know if she'd, like, run across it in her own or if it was viral. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she posts it, and it's like, I'm an extremely rich and handsome man, and I need to find a wife, but I'm far too important and busy to do it myself. So I'm searching for a matchmaker who will hook me up, and her pay will depend on the of the dates, which you know means you get bonused every time he gets laid. Oh my god. So we were like, we both dibsed it. Dibs. Dibs. <laughs> nah, I'm writing this. And then we met up for a writing date where I was I was gonna get back to the mice and the flower, and she was like, <laughs> look at what I'm doing. I started writing something based on that Craigslist ad, and I was like, you guys, this was Bitch. so fucking brazen of me. I'm not this type of person. I'm really not. But for whatever reason that day, I just felt empowered to take her computer from her and start just fucking typing in her document. Ooh. It, I mean, oh, it was that is bold. Really fucking bold. And incredibly <laughs> rude. And do not recommend Incredibly it. rude. Incredibly rude. And Ma'am. she's not the type of person who would normally allow that kind of behavior. But the stars aligned. And when she took her computer back, she was like, this isn't terrible. I guess we're <laughs> co-writing now. And I was Aww. like, 
Okay. <laughs> yes. Thank you for yes, not please. slapping me, which I please please deserved. don't hit me with yes. this laptop. Definitely deserved it. Dorothy Parker once threw a typewriter at Ernest Hemingway's head. Jesus Christ! I know. If that would have hit him, he <laughs> would have smile died. on Katie's face right now. He wrote a mean poem about her. <laughs> Do we know what so, it's like, called? Every sixth grader in the world, she was like, "That's not cool. I'm gonna hurt you." And he, and he was like, Parker "Listen, for fuck every you. occasion, you guys. There really is. There really is. We're gonna go get Dorothy Dottie Parker tats. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, we yeah. Are. Let's go. It's gonna be amazing. Did you Uber those in, or what's happening? Oh yeah, I forgot. I was gonna text <laughs> my guy, but I don't think he'll come to my house and bring his tattoo gun. <laughs> I mean, he might. Depends He's how, pretty cool. How much we're willing to tip, probably. Right. We could all literally just get like." <laughs> and be Dottie Parker. Wait. Oh yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Uh, I'm, into <laughs> I'm into this too. So you co-wrote. So we co-wrote. So because she, at this point, I think fixed on you had come out already. So she had some sales numbers to like prove us. Right. So I just get to fucking coast in there completely untested. Guys, this was like right place, right time. It's really who you know. Nice. I just got to slide up in there. We co-wrote the first three chapters you of that book. You just slid right into her DMs, just did you? into her DMs. <laughs> yeah. She sends it to her agent. It ended up going to auction, which is when more than one publishing company wants it. And so, yeah. That seems Everyone like a dream. wants my book. Everyone wants my shit. Sign my shit. Carly didn't even sign it. Carly didn't even sign this shit. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That sounds like a dream. It was amazing. So we had phone calls with two different editors, and the one that we went with was offering a little less money, but we felt like she was going to be really hands on with the book, and we mm-hmm. were like, "For our art, this is." This is the better choice. This is and the it better out, choice. It was the best choice. Also, I like, she's so I like, amazing. I like we the both she went on in that. She, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Her name is Eileen, and we love her. She is also related to not those Rothschilds, but she's not <laughs> sure if she's related to Dorothy Parker because believe that was the first thing I asked her. But are you related to Dorothy Rothschild Parker? She's also really little and dark-haired. I don't know. I, I mean, like they could, could be, be the okay. same person. And she lives in New York City. Does she throw typewriters at people? I feel like she's the type of person who would not admit to it. Oh, so yes, got it. Could be. I don't. She never Maybe. threw a typewriter at me, even when I missed three consecutive deadlines with her. Nice. Yeah. I mean, you're busy. Hmm. I mean, you're busy. Yeah, I'm real busy. Very I'm real busy. busy. Yes. Doing podcasts and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> podcasts. So, <laughs> since then. No, that was, not, that was not my deadline problem. My deadline problem was totally unrelated. Anyways, we loved her. We went on to write two more books with her. Well, like another book and a novella. And then we both signed separate deals with her to write our own books with her. We love Eileen. She's fantastic. Yeah. Hello, Eileen. Hi, Eileen. So that was the start. That was the start. And that's a good start. And we really, really, really have nothing but nice things to say about our 
our publishing journey. I was going to say. The real money is definitely in the, at least for romance, right? At least right now. Right. Um, in independent publishing. And I think a lot of it is just because you're able to be so much more responsive. So if I'm running an ad on Facebook and I'm seeing that people are clicking on the ad, but then they're not buying as a result, I'm like, oh, okay, so I need to change the blurb on the book and make it sound more attractive when they go over to Amazon. So I can change that and then I can measure, you know, oh, nobody's clicking on this ad, maybe the graphics off. And you can really change that stuff in real time and see. So you have more control. So much more control. Whereas one person who's in charge of, you know, 150 authors who are all releasing on the same day isn't going to be able to micromanage them. Oh, hell no. That we can do for ourselves. Not even the interns. Well, it's hard to care about that that many people, too. Most of them aren't even running social media ads and stuff. They're still Mm -hmm. doing, you know, big ad buys in magazines. And so then how do you really gauge those sales as a result? Because you're so far removed from like when people see it to when they're, you can't really connect it in the same way. So that makes so interesting. So how many books have you written? Okay. I actually did count this up the other day. I think if you include the books that I secretly ghost wrote, because those are not public under my name. <laughs> Listen, you guys, remember Hi. when I said that traditional publishing doesn't always pay the bills? <laughs> and also, I'm really slow at writing in general, so indie publishing doesn't always pay the bills either. I <laughs> side hustle a lot, so I, I do other stuff for people. But one of the things that I do is I have secretly ghostwritten some stuff. So wait. Yes. You didn't answer. How many books have you written? Do oh, you know? good God. I forget all the questions when I go on to my tangents. Okay, so. That's why I'm here. I Keep have written, I think, 12 <laughs> full-length books and then a handful of short stories slash novellas. And does that count when you're co-writing? Yes, I am okay. counting my co-writing in that. Good. Yes, but I am not counting my unpublished things because really anyone can I don't know. Write I, really the end re- <laughs> I really want to. I really want to read pages of the end. <laughs> Just how I am. <laughs> I can accommodate you. <laughs> But that's really fucking crazy to think about because I do think of myself as an incredibly slow writer. But I think when you compare it to like how traditional publishers do yep. stuff, most people are considered pretty prolific if they're putting out a book a year. And I think it's just because in the indie world, when you end up with people who publish every six weeks, Good it's like, oh, my God. God, I'm so slow. But that's not true. Mm-mm. Just comparative. Some yeah. people are very fast. Don't compare yourself to others. See? See, I That's am getting much a theme. Actually, you know what? My timeliness doesn't really bother me. I just think like, oh man, some people do a lot of fucking work that I don't want to do. That's yep. really what my comparison is, honestly. Yeah, you're like, I'm mm, very secure in I my I could speed. do that, but mm, <laughs> I don't want to. No. So would you say that your work has changed you or how has it changed you? Mm. Because... I know you mentioned that you like go to the workspace. Are you writing when you go oh, to your shit. workspace? Yeah, well, that's been a huge thing. So I guess in terms of like, has the work changed me? 
yes, I am far less employable than I have ever been. (laughs) (laughs) No one fucking wants me to work for them now because my opinions have gotten even more outsized. I already had a problem with authority, but it's so much worse Mm -hmm. now that I'm like, oh, these... I mean, it sounds like it goes both ways. It sounds like you absolutely, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm a terrible employee. No one, (laughs) no one wants me. No, but also I don't want them. So you can't fire me. I quit. Ew, ew. (laughs) So all of that is true. But in terms of just my general work life, yeah, uh, figuring out that I had ADD was a massive thing. Um, Figuring out how much easier life is when you have Adderall is another massive thing. And then leaving my house to work, like finding the co-work space was crazy because I really thought I had life under control just with the first two things. But it turns out, no, no, I can always justify like, I can't work. I have to clean the living room. But when oh, you no. actually leave every day, it's There's like, dishes. no. <laughs> right? Gotta right. go clean this And I cup. might not actually do the dishes. Oh, no. <laughs> I might just watch Netflix, but either way, I feel justified in doing it mm-hmm. because it's like, I have this thing that's so much more pressing than the work thing. That's what I would do, But then too. this is overwhelming, so I should probably just nap. Right. <laughs> and then when I wake up from my nap, I'm going to read a book. Yes. And we're going to call it research. It's fun. I'm research. It's fun. Oh, I had to watch this whole series <laughs> for research. <laughs> for Oh. Guys, mm-hmm. I'm so good at research. Oh, man, me too, then. So <laughs> good. So at what point did you decide to not do the other stuff and just focus on writing? Um, well... Was there, like, a, a moment that that happened, or was it just kind of organic and it just kind of happened? pretty much just when I realized that I didn't have to have another boss. Nice. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, because answering I'm to your the editor is a totally different and thing. And you're like, than oh, the editor's Answering the boss to someone who, yeah. yeah. Who's like, what are you doing? Like, standing over and right. like, looking at you. Um, what are you doing today? Oh, my God. Yeah. In all this, all this stuff, oh, okay. all your life, do you, like, what is parenting like in all of this? Oh, it's honestly, it's a non-issue. I mean, I really am like, this isn't even fucking interesting, I don't think. But like, I am just... Every parent is interesting. Do not... Yep, that's true. Oh. Well, I don't know. I just, I've only got mine four days a week. I'm divorced. They're with me on school nights. I'm real lazy and they're real hard chargers. So like, they get themselves up in the morning, feed themselves breakfast, put on their uniforms. I lay in bed and my alarm goes off. I scream things like, did you brush your teeth? I bet you did it. Come here. Let me smell your mouth. And then they leave by themselves as I reset my alarm to take another hour, hour and a half perhaps for my own self. And then, yeah. That sounds <laughs> then, great. Then I pick them up after school and they hang out while I do more work. How and then. The- what oh, are the ages? Nine and eleven. Oh, yeah. So we're at good the ages. ages to be doing all of this stuff. It'd be yeah. really creepy if I just said that about my my three and four year old. Right? <laughs> they're they're Get two dressed, and five. Stupid. <laughs> you little idiot. You little idiot. <laughs> are you circle. fucking dressed? What do you mean you can't tie your shoes? <laughs> yep. Yeah, so then we just... So uh, we, we all have 11-year-olds right here? One, two, three. Yes. One, two, three. I yes. have a, I have a yes. six-year-old, though, too. Yeah, oh, I don't. God love you. 
Oof. I just have the one and she's 11 and I'm just like, hi, I have the one and I'm done. And it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> Help me. Their feelings are so big. God. I thought my feelings were really big. Right. But their feelings are so much better. But like, why do we have to cry all the time? I mean, I understand why we cry all the time. I cry, I just cry all just the time, all but the I've had a time. lifetime to get to it. Right. You're really crying because I said you couldn't have second dessert? Fuck <laughs> off. Come on. Second dessert. <laughs> it hurts because that's my kid. Right. <laughs> my kid doesn't cry over second dessert. He oh cries my over, I can't play Fortnite. <laughs> but he knows all the dances he does he's precious he is precious (laughs) what do you think is one of the biggest issues for women in the world right now men (laughs) fair okay be more specific hashtag all men (laughs) (laughs) okay I am not even joking I am such a fucking man hater these days and it's really just like born out of more and more experience. Right. I don't even think they mean to do it half the time, but like we really live in such a patriarchy. They can't help it. They have no idea how much they benefit from all this bullshit. And yep. I am just over it. Burn your bras. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I like it when my bras make my boobs be closer to my chin. Okay, that is fair. Everyone loves a good Renfest rack. Yeah. <laughs> As I just create a single one for myself. Just one. Yes. So I guess I don't have rage at any person in particular, but the society that we live in. Then what's think, your best advice about it? Dude, I honestly Hashtag wish I had men. some good advice. I mean, I dropped raise, out of all Raise of it. Good, good men. Raise good raise men. Raise good men. That's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying and to do. That's what she work is with doing. women when you can. I certainly managed to drop out of most of the male, you know, working in romance, especially mm-hmm. in independent romance. I'm almost exclusively working with women, but it's not that hard for other industries to head that way. Mm-hmm. Hire women, promote women, especially women of color. There is just like no no space there is no space where we have saturated anywhere like, right let's let's work on that right yeah that's good advice i think thank you good... i invented it all by myself with not a single prompt from both of you oh. <laughs> wow <laughs> i think we're over here good... just like also, giving the, you cards to read first person to come up with this the entire good internet job. never did good no, job Dottie never parker spoken before thank you <laughs> it's 1924 and i'm just swinging lady feminism <laughs> i'm janet snakehole <laughs> I, and, I don't even get that reference, and, and I love it. Wow. <laughs> I think there are good men in the world. Mm-hmm. But I think... Um, Besides Barack Obama, none of them have much power. Oh, you're Ooh. right. Fair. God, that hurt a little. I miss him so much. So Barry, bad. I love you. <laughs> we love you. We miss you. Come back. No, I just... I don't think that mm. I... I think there are not as many, like, quote, unquote, normal men that quite understand that completely. The concept of, because we, um, I don't remember 
which episode it was in because they're all bleeding together at this point. There's so many episodes and hardly any of them are released yet. Correct. And time is a flat circle, so but it's I mean, really hard. No, it's we were talking hard. about even things like... We hate men. Let's reference our favorite Matthew McConaughey quote. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and time is a flat circle. There's only the two. You can only choose from the two. <laughs> right. No, but I think I, uh, there's... Even men with... A lot of men with good intentions, they don't understand, like the basic things that are very scary to women. We've talked about this before. Like there are things that. Well, it's like, you've got to be in the middle. Like you've got to have enough privilege to be able to extend like compassion and empathy towards other people and recognize that Mm -hmm. women are recognizing. Yeah. But then if you move too high up the food chain, then you're like, these are problems for other people and not for me. (laughs) You've got to be right in the middle to get it. And then. But then that's just, it's a hard place. It's hard because no one in the, like, in your school system is really going to educate you as to what it's like for other people. No. You kind of have to educate yourself. And that's not a position that most people who, again, are often benefiting from their privilege in life are going to suddenly wake up and be like, you know, I wonder if other people feel this way also. But I mean, that's like, I don't know that we've talked about this on the podcast, but we've talked about it together, Carly and I, is there are things just being a middle-class white woman. Right. Why Why would we understand yeah. things that it is a matter of taking your own time and figuring things right. out? And it's not anyone else's responsibility to tell us. It's right. not, but at the same time, I feel like we need to, I mean- Public we obviously is a shit need show help. in general, but like we need to, we do need to take responsibility mm-hmm. as a society to educate, like starting from the ground up. Like, um, my kids are at a really, really cool school where they spend an hour and a half every day talking about this sort of thing. And nice. it's all this like socio emotional, and they talk about race and they talk about class and they talk about just all of these things that are really baked into our entire system and talking about ways to be more empathetic and, you know, ideally we'll grow up to fix it. But if you can't, at least like to be aware of what's happening. And I've never seen another school that does Mm -mm. stuff like that, but how Pretty sure our school it? doesn't. Like, how how hard would that really be? You don't necessarily have to spend an hour and a half every day on it. Right. But how hard would it be for twenty minutes every morning for you to address something other than the Pledge of Allegiance and right. you know what's Fuck on the fucking shit. lunch menu? Like right. really, we well, could be doing a better job, and it wouldn't cost any more money. And it's I just, think I think our kids. Um, I know at least last year, and I think they're doing it this year as well. Um, every morning they start out the day and it's more of a, he's, he's a podcast pup. Hello, podcast pup. Um, every day they start out and they just talk about how they're feeling like mentally. So it's more of like a mental health awareness every day. I really like that too. Like just the idea and it's of just checking like, in and letting people know that it's okay to have bad days too. Right. It's just not something that so it's okay like to have you, feelings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so they all have to like go around and say, 
hey, today I'm feeling angry or today I'm happy or today I'm sad, you know, whatever. <laughs> and podcast that's dog what podcast was... dog is so scared of the podcast things. It's well, ironic. <laughs> He's like, oh, his own actions. Oh, I think it's important. Was to... that plugged in before? No. Nope. Okay. No. Nope. Right. I do think it's important to understand that, like, uh, to just give people a chance I think in our world right now, and I understand, I'm a very open-minded person. I have attempted to educate myself on different issues. I'm not perfect. I don't understand everything. Again, because I didn't start from a plate like I'm a, I'm a middle-class white woman. Like I don't, I didn't start where some people do as far mm-hmm. as that. But I've tried to educate myself. But I think we live in a society where we get so angry at people and we don't give them a chance to get where they need to be, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. This is something I have had a lot of but conversations it beca- it, about But you need an open – I mean the biggest thing is you just need an open mind because we don't always know everything. You have to have room to give people grace to grow because it's like we cancel everyone and then where's their redemption? That cancel culture. You know, if they they educate themselves, if they're remorseful, if they're making steps to become better people, you don't know what you don't know. And then when you find it out, are we really going to be like, and you're never forgiven? You know, like if your kid was like that, like, I don't forgive you. You'd be like, that's not how we are. Right. But for some reason, we tolerate that with adults. And I'm not saying that everyone should be able to have a second chance. Like, no. lock Harvey Weinstein up. Ew. Like, that's yeah. what I was yeah. about to say. Right? Fuck that guy. Yeah, and that's stupid, different. like, what, a walker. Get yeah. out of here, you yeah. stupid bastard. Yeah. yeah. That's not, Rapist that's different. piece of shit. That's bullshit. But like, I also think. But then I've, there's also something to be said for, like, Kevin Hart sincerely apologized over and over and now he's like guys i'm done apologizing i don't live in that space in my life anymore and you guys are the ones who are continually putting me back in that space and i think that's fair for him to say at some point we have to be like okay you have if they yes because if they live their life in a way that they are encouraging people supporting people doing things in their life that is showing that they've made the change. Yeah, it has to be honest. Yes, yeah. Right. But at the same time, like, when we don't let people who are making an honest effort move on and and come back and be, I don't know, like, reformed seems like the wrong word, but, you right. know, like, reintegrate, then you're driving them in the other direction. Right. Like, would Louis C.K. have ended up making all these shitty jokes all over again if we'd let him... Come back. You know, like, I feel like he did make, and I I might be wrong about this. I might need to do some more research. But it felt to me like from my general overview of his thing was like, he fucked up. He got called out. He apologized. People were like, that's great. But no, we still hate you. And then he was like, okay, well, fuck it. I'm just going to lean into it. I can maintain an audience if I stay low. And now he's doing comedy tours where he makes shitty jokes about yeah. that kind of stuff where I felt like he was willing to move on, but if no one was going to let him move on, what's he going to do? Go get a job at Burger King? You know, right. like, no, he wants to stay in comedy. So now he's just going to have an audience who he's catering to the worst, like the worst the low- possible yeah. 
fucking audience. Yeah. And I feel like we're just going to see more and more of that if we don't give people room to. Right. And people, people do change. I mean, we have to say one thing though. But if they did any of us not use the R word in high school to describe anything stupid ever, like, yeah. Constantly, right? Right. We can't say it now. But now we know better. We and know. now we don't do it. And now we get real cringy and like, no, don't say that. If like our kids say it. Yeah, but he so, jacked off in front of people. Oh, yeah. yeah no, oh, totally. Like, but I'm, yeah. like, I, I'm very, I can't. Uh, yeah, that's no, real. He did I real can't. gross things. I'm not comparing <laughs> those two things. I'm just Mm-mm. saying like we've all got stuff in our past that we did before we knew better. But once you do and you move on, right. I would really be upset if someone went back through like the notes I used to write in high school and was like, you uh, now should be punished for the things that you thought back then. Because like, oh my God. I said some terrible things back then that right. I do not stand by now. I really do not stand by <laughs> right. those now. I do agree, but I don't think he's a good example because no, I don't think there's a ever example. a moment in time where as a man you can jack off in front of a woman and be like, oh, I've grown. I know it's not. No, he he did it repeatedly <laughs> yeah, I don't and like over him. many, 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 many years, I believe. And it as far <laughs> as far as At I've least read over about a few years. Yeah, no, I think you're totally right. And I I'm, I think I moved on too fast to my next but, <laughs> my no. next thing because I also agree that those two are not commensurate. Right, like right. using using a and, word that's offensive yes. to people is not the same as sexually traumatizing a person. <laughs> those yeah. are different. And there's that po- power dynamic yeah. that <sighs> is weird. But I I I genuinely, I'm not trying to like discredit. I get what you're saying as far as people need chances, which is what mm-hmm. I even started saying about some of this stuff. I just think we are so we're at a point where we're so angry about everything mm-hmm. on whatever side you're on, and right. the thing that sucks is like most of the anger is super justifiable. It's just that then acting that anger back out again isn't helping it's just it. It's the like same thing over and over. This, well, making this like <laughs> polarization so much worse. So yeah. like, I don't want to be the person who's like, you have to be the bigger person. But at some point, it's not that you have to be the bigger person necessarily, but like, we just need to maybe agree on some baseline. Like, again, human like things. how do you, yeah, human things. Like, how do you, how do you atone? How do you find redemption? There's got to be redemption. That's something I, like, on a much different scale, like, I feel like that's one of the biggest themes of my writing is, like, I write very unlikable heroines because I'm really interested in just just general shitty people. Like, how do you, don't we all deserve love, guys? And I think that we do. Just because you trip over things doesn't just because, mean. Oh, God. Oh. Just because you love a sparkly Listen, vampire. Can I just say something? <laughs> <laughs> she tripped over a lot of things. Yeah, like she on, did. On every Jesus scale, Christ. I feel like romance applies all across the board. Like, everyone should have a chance for redemption. And mm. so it's not on me to necessarily decide like what those lines are what like boxes you have to check to to find that in your life but it also feels like we should all be able to come up with some general baselines of like are you exhibiting remorse have you educated yourself are you speaking out against the things that you at one point did to educate other people like Mm -hmm. are you calling 
in instead of necessarily calling out or maybe even both when it comes to like public figures. But like we should be able to come up with something that gives people a chance to to move on. Because I just, yeah, I really firmly believe that if you just cancel someone forever, they've got no incentive to grow. Yeah, I agree. I think there are some things that I'm, I, I, I won't ever be able to not cancel. Mm-hmm. No, the, and that's <laughs> oh, but I, super true. Yes. That is super true. But I think for sure, because I think there are things, people, people grow up in certain ways. They are taught certain things. They don't understand. So why not give them the chance to figure it out and help them on their journey? <laughs> There's that word. Oh, but I'm serious, journey. like just to, I know. to help them understand. Cause again, I, there are so many things that I've learned in the last 15 years, just having an open mind that now I look back when I was in high school, I'm like, He's, yeah. Like it's we embarrassing. So callous to I just what other people everything. were going through. I just didn't the like but also it wasn't in my universe. You right. weren't you were in Which high is, school. I know, but even just but like, your brain's not even done growing then. So right. you have to Oh my god, Dad, are you telling me I shouldn't have gotten all those tattoos? <laughs> Dad. Are you telling me that I regret that? No, I love these. Oh, oh that is never our word. I love them. No, I edit that, edit that, edit <laughs> that. But honestly, I think there's a case to be made in both directions. Like, yeah, your brain is not fully formed. And I also think there's something to be said for sort of the gallows humor you develop when you're a kid and you sort of feel a little bit invincible. There was a girl at my high school who got struck by lightning on the soccer field, and she was, like, super popular, and... Okay, wait. What's up with your high school? You had a fucking (laughs) serial killer, and someone got struck by lightning on the goddamn soccer? He was a serial killer. Oh, he was just a murderer. He was just a really grotesquely horrible murderer who partied at my house. Yeah, that's fine. That's at fine. her school. At my school. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. This is fine. This is fine. It's not. We can talk about it after this. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna circle back. Uh-huh. Hashtag hometown murder. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yes. Oh man, I got a couple of those actually. All right, man, you're. So, that's not the point. It's great. The point is, uh, yes, another another Katie at my high school. Yeah, super popular, really outgoing, very smart, was on track to be, like, homecoming queen, soccer practice, stormy day, and got struck by lightning. And it's the kind of thing that's, like, you know, when you suddenly discover that there is mortality, you know, as a teenager. Like, that like Jesus. Yeah. A normal adult reaction would be to, like, really examine your life. Right. And really wonder what your legacy would be. And, you know, like... That's what an adult does. But what a kid does is like. Whatever they want. Yeah. Like, so we just called her lightning girl. Oh, God. She should have a cape. Like, this is, what if she got superpowers and none of us know about it? You know, like, we're just, and that's, I mean, it's horrible. It's really honestly horrible. Wait, I would actually wear a cape (laughs) with lightning on it. I mean, I would too. But (laughs) you and I are not normal people still. Apparently. 
I was never the person that thought nothing could happen to me. I've always been the person that was like, mm. I'm going to get hit by lightning. Yeah. Oh, oh no, not me. I was like, I'm going to drive as fast nope. as I can between my house and work and see if I can break a fucking I used to have long conversations with my sister about how we were the special people and that like nothing bad could happen to us based on absolutely nothing but the fact that we'd made a lot of poor decisions and hadn't died yet. <laughs> So we were like, clearly we're fucking invincible. I mean, we can do whatever we want. It It worked out to that point. Swear to God, never been even, that is not my existence. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Are you still guys friends? I mean, Should we own some of us? Do I sound like a psychopath? You guys, I took a test online and it said I had a lot of psychopathic tendencies. (laughs) And I was really upset by it. So I went to two different sites and took two different tests and they... And so then I went out and I burned a house down, it peed my bed, and killed it some animals. It was a church. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, Black Christ. metal forever. I mean, I can burn churches if I want. <laughs> Listen, there wasn't anyone in it. It's the Norwegian way. It's it's the Black metal Norwegian way. Hail. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> Did you not... They did Hail a murder. Odin, thank you very much. Great Bye. Odin's raven. <laughs> Great Odin's beard. I swear to God. Uh, like every other episode, I'm usable. <laughs> you got to delete everything. I, we would never delete. Just uh, we have to record for five hours to narrow it down to forty real minutes. Well, we first of all, we need like at least an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> a of all, we finished that three hours ago. B Why are you all. still here? It's three days later. <laughs> Hello. We Hello. haven't slept. Dude. <laughs> Every are you, other are you podcast. To keep us um, on topic? How's um, that going? <laughs> Man, she's been drinking water. She's on it. I, I We've Listen, been drinking gin, 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 gin. Somebody has to be. It's always going to be you. <laughs> always. Sorry. Always. I'm sorry. Listen. You know what? I take I take it seriously. It's okay. Yeah, me too. Getting no, drunk. I mean I need this this job of yeah, keeping on track in your in your brain. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Or else we're just going to drunkenly talk like stupid assholes all day. No, I enjoy that. What do you hate about being a woman? Little idiots. Um, (laughs) You little idiot. Little idiots. What do I hate about? What do you love? And what do you hate about? Yeah, we want to know what you love and what you hate. What I love about it, we have recently because we know better these days. Anyone can do this, but I just love makeup so much. Mm. But I would not have had the confidence. To wear makeup if I was not female until this last like three years. No. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Isn't it cool? Yes. It's it kind of fun. This whole it's so thing. fun. It's my favorite thing. I one time said that it's like you have a coloring book that's just attached to your body. And it's blank. And the friend that I said that to has never let me live it down. She makes it sound like <laughs> a real like a Michael Myers type thing. Which, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Granted, Why do we keep going? I drew a mask on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's creepy. Okay. Everyone knows I'm a Freddy girl, so there's Got that. It. She was wrong. But. <laughs> I'm on a bench. 
Yeah, I love that stuff. I I love the trappings of femininity. I think that's fun. No, that's not my favorite. That's a really surface level answer. Um, but that's I, okay. like that's it's okay. okay to like that. I had to though. ease in. I had to, that was my that was my toe in the shallow end. What I really love about being God, now, I feel like I have to be like really aware of what I'm saying. Be so deep. What I love about identifying female, because anyone again can do this. Yep. Um, is just that I do not ever have to be apologetic about how big my feelings are. I am a Ooh. massive crier. I have rage levels that rival <laughs> like <laughs> testosterone out yes, wrestlers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Continue. Yes. And I, I, I never have to apologize for that. Like that's just me. And I feel like that is not necessarily the case for anyone who is not born a woman, mm-hmm. but also that's probably a pretty specific white woman thing too. I'm allowed to get mad. I don't know. I, don't I cry think a lot. lot of women of color. You, don't, are. you think people don't cry? Is this not normal? I, I just think cry. There's a lot. lot of men who can't cry, and then I think also like no. I mean, like, if you do it in public, there's a lot of stigma around crying in general. Oh, Yeah, I'm just real fucking open about it. I'm like, I cried everything and everyone. Dude. I'm gonna cry if I say the word cry too many times. Right. <laughs> That's just it. But you know what else? It's like a Bruce Banner reaction. Like when he said the secret is that he's always mad. Like I'm always mad. I'm always fucking upset every time. It's so easy to get me to cry because there's a gazillion reasons to cry. Right. Every day, all the time, about everything. I just don't. And then the second I get permission to, if it's a fucking commercial on television, I'm like, yes, I will inappropriately channel my emotions here. Oh, the Google commercial. Uh, Fuck that shit. Don't ever play that in front of me. I don't want to cry in a living room unless I want to cry in the living room. Don't you make me. Don't sing any Sarah McLachlan songs because we'll all picture sad dogs. Fuck Fucking fuck's sake. No. I just said no. <laughs> what the puppies are so sad. Podcast dog's ears. <laughs> He's so sad. I angry cry. I get mad and cry. That's the worst one. I hate. I do that, that is the too. one that I hate because I'm like, I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm crying. I'm you so mad at you yeah. that I might stab you and I'm crying for my future freedom. Well, and also, don't you think there's a level of like, there's just some frustration that you can't, for the most part, just be like, fuck you when yep. you want to? And so oh, you cry so you because just you're cry. like, yeah, because like, you have to hold it all I have, in. I have all these feelings I need to express somehow. And since I can't say them, they're just going to leak out oh. of my eyeballs. <laughs> I say them and the word is dick. See what happens? Do you see what happens? <laughs> and then and then it also leaks out of her And eyes. then I cry and I'm like, you're a dick. Yeah. Well. I hate you. Yeah. No, I do. I, I, I've gotten better about. I've always been emotional and sensitive, but I've gotten better about being okay with that. Because for a long time, that was a source of, like, you shouldn't be that way. But I agree yeah, with there's you. a lot of, like, you're so soft associated with but, it. But, like... I do agree with you. That is part of our privilege. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone's allowed to 
to be soft and to laugh it off and yeah. to be like, yeah, I guess I am, even though I'm not. And fuck you, and, and I'm then not crying because I'm mad. <laughs> I'm gonna. Cry. Yeah, yeah. No, that's sad. And very no, excellent point. Oh, Carly had a feel. <laughs> Do you need to make a dick joke? Dicks. Strong purple guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just mm, strong purple guy. <laughs> Do you think people find us as funny as we think we are? It's no. Say, how much gin have they? Had? I don't know. Have they had eighteen glasses that of gin? Katie's <laughs> yawning. She's like, no one's mm. fucking amused. This, She's like, them. I already said I need to go home and take care of fucking pets. It's. 2 a.m. <laughs> you guys won't stop talking. Dude, we need to have a warning over the... You need to have gin. <laughs> Trigger warning. Drink gin, stupid. You uh, warning. Sobriety not encouraged. <laughs> you little idiot. You little idiot. We're going to call you little idiots, just like your mom used to. <laughs> That's the trigger warning. Christ but you know what it triggers in laughter. It's like my favorite thing. God. I mean, I really am just growing up exactly like my mom, and I am <laughs> you not mad about little it. little idiot. <laughs> Are you good at taking compliments? I am now. That has not historically been true. Oh, good job. Thanks. Okay, give yourself a compliment. You. I've gotten really good at taking compliments. <laughs> Oh, you got me. You got me. <laughs> no, I seriously am such a nerd about like, I shouldn't say that. Not a nerd. Mm. Nerds are good. Yeah, I make fun nerds. of people who do this shit, but then I do it and I'm like, no, this is really actually powerful and awesome. This is powerful and I, I like it. look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, you are hot and you are smart and you are funny and you are Good at your job, and your job is really competitive, and you're still paying your bills more often than not. <laughs> <laughs> and gosh darn it, gosh, darn you're it. worth it. <laughs> your electricity People only got like turned you. off once this year. Only watching it. Time. <laughs> you yes. win if your electricity has only been turned off one time. That's. Amazing though, right? Good yeah. for you. Oh, yeah. I'm horrible at that. It's good. You know what? I had I had to start doing that though because the levels of student debt that I'm in over the college degree I never actually got <clears throat> were threatening to truly overwhelm me. And I was like, at some point, I am either going to give in to full depression about this, or I need to like really decide that this number does not define me and has absolutely no bearing on my life. And so that was when I started staring at myself, making eye contact and being like, okay, listen, does, does this number define this? Does this number define that? No. So there's oh, probably yeah. put any number in the place of student loans and everyone. Can yeah. Today someone was like, thing. I like your sweater. And I was like, I got it at the place with and then ran away because I'm you do a idiot. lot of the. That's the noise I make as I run away from other people. Why don't you just always scream, it's got pockets. Oh, I do Isn't if I have a dress girl, on. girl reaction? No, if I have a dress on and someone's like, I like that dress, I say, it has pockets. I can keep my phone in this pocket. I Thank you. I show you the day. best meme ever. Oh, oh hello. Oh, hello I, you know what I do when somebody's like, I like 
Don't let me forget that I have a funny meme for you. I say, I got it at so-and-so. It was cheap. That's what I do. I do the same thing. I get so many compliments on my boots, and every time I'm like, $13 on Amazon! What? Best deal ever. I would like that. That's not because I'm deflecting. It's because I want everyone to enjoy the good deal, too. Right. I have attempted to get... It has pockets! It has pockets. I have... I have been working in the last few years. Me and my sister-in-law are have we've been working hard. When somebody gives us a compliment, we say thank you. It's hard. Thank you. Did it you see there was a sweater? Really <laughs> horrific but hilarious Twitter thing where some woman was like, "If you want to really fuck with a man, accept his compliment fully." And then people were like submitting what they did. You know what I'm talking about? It's so did you, it, did you uh, see that? It was so terrible, but it was also so telling about no. how few women accept compliments. Clearly, they have this kind of reaction to it. So, like, a guy would be like, "Girl, you're so pretty," and the girl would be like, "Thank you. Yes, I am." And he'd be like, "You full of yourself, yeah. bitch. You stupid whore." Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like, if you don't, if if I'm not lifting you up from the ashes with my compliment, then it doesn't count. Then it doesn't count. And I want to knock you back down. But it says so much about how Ew. really none of us have been good enough historically at being like, yes, thank you. This is true. And owning it. What's your worst fear? That's a face. That is a face. I don't want to sound like a total douche face, but... I don't think I have one. Like spiders, though? I dealt with that when I lived in a house that was really super infested by spiders. I got to the point where I was killing a dozen a day. It was like I'd gone from dealing with it at a distance with chemicals to at some point I was just like... No. (laughs) I will burn that house down. Yeah, I think I really... I don't like that at all. don't have any... I have any real fears. But I've ever met anybody she that has no didn't fears. have You know what? Fears? Okay. I don't love public speaking. I That there you still go. upsets uh, me. Yeah. That still upsets Same. me. Do you have to do that a lot? No. Luckily, not often. This was the most public event I've been involved with in a couple of years, and I was still fucking nervous. Excellent. It's the hysterical couch. It's fine. <laughs> the uh, last thing you searched on your phone... Oh, you know what? We can find out. <laughs> Let's look. Is this on? <laughs> I know the last thing I searched was because it was with you guys. Oh, God. Does God. Billy Eilish's <laughs> brother's girlfriend look like Billy Eilish? And the answer is yes. Yes. Yes, yes she yes. does. That's a good search. That's Very a good, good search. search. That was. <laughs> that was a throwback to BB. That was first of all, that was a throwback to like five hours ago. <laughs> yeah, that's that true. was a throwback. We're not mad. Nope. It was Valentine's Day when I searched. Now that it's St. Patrick's Day <laughs> and we're still recording. Are you a sexter? Oh yeah. No, I'm a big believer in sexting. And it weirds me out and people are not into it. I think it's super fun. I don't Please send me sexts. That's all I ask. That's my most favorite thing. Is that going to be weird for our second producer? No, he's fine. Okay, cool. Yes. I got some really good boob pictures. Yes! 
I'm so happy. I'm going to send you one. I'm going to send you more <laughs> Lizzo Valentines just to make up for it. That's fun. Okay. Yeah. Next time, we're talking to my very best friend, Angela and Tariano. Um, I've known her for so, for so long, since elementary school. Uh-huh. And so, like... She's she's just fucking awesome. And Does she sexed you? Uh not like that. <laughs> <laughs> she might if I asked her though. But we're gonna talk to her and it makes me so happy that we're gonna talk to her next too. Yeah. She's super smart. And oh yeah, she's the smartest person I know. She's and I'm also weird. really glad you said her name out loud because I've been looking at it all night and I look was, at it. I was gonna it mess says, it up. Angela and Tiriano, and she's a she's a hospice worker, which talking about fucking crying every day, and she does that shit, and she's like so strong. Do you cry every day when you're around it all the time, though? Or I feel like I want to come and just listen in from a corner. I think you can totally do that. Fascinated. I think death workers are actually way more interesting than sex workers. Oh, you might be right. Uh, if you guys want to, actually, we want you to email us. Please, 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 please. Stories, (laughs) suggestions on badass ladies or people you want on the podcast. Me too's. Me too's. That you don't want to talk about in real life, but you want us to read about. Or just sex just for Carly. Right. Just sexed me. Or slip into my DMs. It's fine. Give us short stories. I will read some erotica Ooh, on this damn good. thing. Oh, that's shit. Good. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, right, Could you to do that. Could you see me on that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hi. Copy me on that. Can't even get Gmail. To do any of that, it's T-L-A-L-P-Cast at Gmail. And our Twitter and Instagram is at T L A L podcast so oh yeah please talk to us just talk to us also rate review Ooh, subscribe subscribe when you can because you know there's different places to do that yeah and thank you for listening um this is fun for us it's fun for us i hope it's fun for you (laughs) yeah because we laugh a lot i mean you guys we got over 500 listens. It's so weird, and it makes me want to vomit a little. But thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.